What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn with Cholo Sadiaran, your stop for all things pop, where we talk about all things pop culture from here in the Philippines to the rest of the globe. And we're back, back, back again after quite uh, some time lang, um, you know, as things go on this show, uh, <laughs> life goes on and we try to go back here on the show when we can. So mm-hmm. welcome back, everyone. Um Happy to be back. I am now blonde, as you can see. Or if you're hearing this, just search up my photos. I don't know. I'm just saying that I'm a blonde now. So, wala na magawa sa buhay. But anyway, let's welcome back our co-hosts for the day before we begin with our show, which will be sort of like a catch-up of um, some latest news lang or some of the big things in pop culture happening right now. Um Let's welcome back, Paula. Hello, Paula. Hey. Let us know, Cholo, if blondes really do have more fun. Yeah, keep us um, well, <laughs> blondes, period. I'm not sure about fun. Um, we live in this place. and <laughs> just right. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, we try to. It's the only fun that we have. Um, but anyway, uh, si Paula rin, meron siyang mga streaks of uh, color in her hair. So, you know, we we do what we can to like appease ourselves in these times. Uh Prince is also back, our resident newscaster. Newscaster talaga, resident <laughs> reporter. Uh and of course, from the rest of the globe talaga dahil we have our new correspondent from Chicago, Illinois. Denny, welcome back. Yes. Hey. Hey, glad to be back. From the other Lovely. side of the world that, you know, is <laughs> Experiencing the better side of better, the world right now. Better things <laughs> in life. Congrats to you, Danny. <laughs> and he has been luck. blessed uh, by, you know, getting to watch cinema, getting to watch concerts. Grabe. <laughs> yeah. How has that been? I guess for our, I know, our, for the sake of our listeners and viewers, uh, can you share like some experience about how it's back, uh, how it's, how it feels to, I mean, you know, have a different pace of life. Sure. Uh, it's been, it's been weird. You know, everyone, when you say you're going back to a new normal, you can't really, because you're very conscious about, oh, I'm standing a bit too close to this person. Or why, why are these people sitting right next to me when there are open seats like far away? And it's like, you generally still have to wear masks indoors and, like some venues will ask for proof of vaccination, some won't, but masks are still a general must. But just in terms of getting back to normal, I think it's happening and it feels great. <laughs> like aside <laughs> from the initial weirdness of being more conscious about the distance of other people, which we didn't used to do pre-pandemic, it's just great to be back among people, like in any context to just kind of, feel someone accidentally bump against you on their way somewhere. It's a weird feeling that, you know, it's you miss when you haven't done it for like two years. So good luck to y'all. Hope y'all get to experience that soon. You know, as Olivia Rodrigo says, good for good you. Good for you. Good <laughs> for you. But you look happy and healthy. <laughs> Literally, then <Honestly>. he does. <laughs> he really does at this point in time. But anyway, yeah, I mean... <sighs> we do really aspire to have that um, soon enough but because of that um, here's a PSA let's be socially responsible on this show syempre papalapit na at papalapit na talaga ang eleksyon uh, we cannot avoid it 
and it's really coming. You can see your social media feeds heating up with all the colors of whatever colors that yeah. you would want to raise. Of course, um, we have our own colors, um, which we will not expound further in this episode because that will just take long enough. Maybe <laughs> sometime else. But anyway, um, elections are coming. Um, candidacies have been set, hopefully without any substitutions. Um, but um, here's your chance also to register for the last um, 17 days because registration for elections or for voting um, ends on October 30th. So if you have the time, make time. Or if you, um, yeah, if you have the time, please do so. If you don't have the time, try to make, make time, time for, for it. it. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people, it's kind of a hassle I've seen uh, online, but kudos to everyone talaga na, alam mo yun, they've been doing their part because, you know, we just all want to achieve a better future for all of us. And hopefully, you know, uh, and in the coming months, uh, it will be some somehow of uh you know it's gonna be difficult for sure to try and uh go through that whole election period. Ngayon palang pre-elections palang medyo mainit na. So go do your part, uh register to vote. And yeah, if you exercise already, your right. Yeah, um, and if you're already registered, um go check your um, yes. voter yes, status. Make sure everything's in line. In yeah, order. because I think Very I've important. seen some posts na some people pala have been deactivated or something like that. So, um, you know, that's our PSA, of course. Um, and do do all the research and, of course, um, no to all those people and candidates who are just no. <laughs> yep. And if you're living overseas, it's also very easy to register for overseas voting. Like, oh. props to the props to the consulate here for making it relatively happy. That's great. Hindi na niya kailangan hintayin yung pila sa, sine, sa sinehan for like, ano, it's like the new Squid Game Hunger Games edition. Oh of, God. Um, ano. And, okay, and that leads us to our, you know, September kind of, October na pala, October round roundup of mm-hmm. news and events in the uh, Philippines and wherever. Um, that leads talking about cinema. Uh, and Denny watching cinema, people lining up in cinema for voters' registrations, vaccinations. Um, cinemas are apparently gonna open here in the Philippines, in Manila, um, to limited resumption. Uh, it's a limited resumption under alert level three. Um, so that it's starting, I think, um, October 16th. So um, that's, I guess, good news. For uh, some of us who will try and risk, hindi naman risk, but like <laughs> who are just really like so sabik to watch yeah. something on the big screen. We've missed so much blockbusters and we've spoken about it time and time again. And uh, I think Nanny has a comment about blockbusters we've definitely missed in cinema. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a weird it's a weird window because there's definitely been a lot of blockbusters over the last two, three months that I feel like are gonna be pushed into that two-week timeline. Uh-huh. You, get, you guys are probably definitely getting Shang-Chi and the new Bond are, I will say, the locks to come out in cinemas if they're limited time slots. Uh, if they make room for some other stuff, I can see hmm, 
you might get a little bit of titan just because it's gotten so much hype. Uh, and you might get Dear Evan Hansen. I hope. Yes. I hope you guys get Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> oh God. Of all of all of the four movies I just listed, Dear Evan Hansen is the one you must see in a theater. <laughs> like that is that is what I will say about Dear Evan Hansen. Since we oh haven't. Oh my done. God. <laughs> I mean, actually, I've already seen Dear Evan Hansen. Um, and I was saying, naman, uh, despite all the internet shenanigans, now it's not that bad, but it's not great either. Yeah. It's just like something I just watched just <sighs> so I could watch something. And, you know, as a ano lang, bucket list, na, okay, I'll watch it pa rin, regardless of what people say. And yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say na parang, you know, sayang lang kasi they removed like all of the, I mean, majority of the emotional stuff especially in the parent side if you're a fan of that and i really just feel like um they only retained one song which is um the mom uh see what's her name so big so small yeah, yeah, yeah so end. big so small the mom there are two moms there <laughs> see i know see um I see, I know. I see julian moore julian moore i was gonna say rachel bay jones just kidding <laughs> <laughs> well um, i mean my theory is that they cut the songs because, like, Julian Moore couldn't hit Rachel Bay Jones's notes. I'm pretty like, sure. That's my oh, word. So why me, cast Julian Moore in the first place? <laughs> you know, celebrity song. clout or something. And, and I feel like my contractual, like, I know, parang, and something with Amy Adams not singing, which is kind of, like, weird. They should be. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Giselle, she's supposed to sing. She sings like a little bit. She doesn't. She isn't the lead, but she does sing in requiem. But it's kind of like you know, parang what do you call this? They're saying there's some sort of Amy Adams curse happening right now with all her latest releases, like the woman in the window not doing well either, <laughs> or something like that. Okay, so, we'll just wait until Enchanted Two. That's just gonna go yeah. away. Hopefully, she also has an upcoming movie where she apparently like plays someone who is slowly turning into a dog or something like that. Oh. So, it's, it's weird. It's, Amy Adams' career is getting weird, guys. That's, that's what happens after Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> <laughs> they made her do. <laughs> My goodness. And uh, anything else in terms of Dear Evan Hansen comments? Well, I feel like um, it's just really not the right platform or uh like medium for that story and a story I may add na it's already a bit outdated from the time it came out in 2018 um, the Zoomers weren't a thing yet in 2018 so they couldn't have cancelled Dear Evan Hansen just yet <laughs> but uh, it just doesn't translate too well into film because I feel like it's so suburban and nothing like grand it's not like a grand musical talaga to really parang connect to people through the medium of film so that's where it loses um, a lot of the charm of the um, original Broadway musical also Stephen yeah. Chomsky doesn't seem like the type of director to know how to direct a musical either so there is that. that's the one yeah <laughs> And yung, yung part, yung may meme na lumabas, or hindi naman siya meme, but like may parang video na lumabas. Kasi the part where he says, on the outside, always looking in. He was on the inside. <laughs> he was on the inside. Outside, <laughs> looking outside. 
But I mean... Make uh, it make sense. <laughs> I guess congrats to Mark Platt and Ben Platt who really stood this yeah. ground and wanted oh, to appear in yeah. this adaptation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, one last, like, one more Dear Evan Hansen thing is they cut, they cut three songs. Mm-hmm. Two of which I think are the most important songs in the musical, which is uh, Anybody, Anybody Have a have Map a and uh, Good For You. Yeah. Because I think the first song... I don't think the, the dear Evan Evan Hansen is the character in the title, but I think the play or the musical is at its best when it's centered on the parents. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And because it leads with waving from through a window, waving from a window, I forget. Uh, it centers Evan Hansen and decenters the parents. Yeah. Which is kind of which makes this story so much weaker because Evan Hansen is just not particularly sympathetic or mm-hmm. like interesting as a character. Yeah. No offense. Uh, and then Good For You is the song that makes it clear that the musical writ large is not pro what he's doing. It's mm. very critical of Evan There's Hansen. There's accountability and, for him. Uh-huh. And cutting that out kind of makes it weak. Like, he kind of gets away with a lot. Like, if I were, if I were Caitlin Deaver, I would not have, like, <laughs> had anything to do with him after that. I wouldn't even have looked at him. <laughs> it's like, the, not having that song and not having... The movie just explicitly say, "No, this like this is messed up." Is I think a point against it because it muddles up the ending. I don't think Chbosky to uh, Paula's point was interested in making a complicated musical. I think he just wanted to make a sad boy high school drama. Which yeah, is, it mean, was basically it looked like Perks of Being a Wallflower from the few scenes that I've seen. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> but a musical. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean. I guess Olivia Rodrigo stopped them from doing good for you because that will take more of her royalties as <laughs> as they already did in the last few months. Because about the whole Paramore, Misery Business, mm-hmm. Taylor yeah. Swift, all the people coming for Olivia Rodrigo for no good reason but come after her. Um, yeah, anyway. So that's for Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, we do have a lot of feelings about Dear Evan Hansen. Um, but yeah, good for you is like I've seen Rachel Bay Jones. Good for you is like really a power song, and I'm really sad that it wasn't there. Um, anyway, so speaking of movies, a new trailer just came out, which is Scream Five, or also known as just Scream again, and also known as from one of the tweets that I've read, Five Cream, <laughs> which is a pun on. Play, ah. play on words. Wow. Uh, ah. a five. Because in Scream Four, the four, the A was a four. The a was, yeah. They, they could they they missed on that opportunity of just making it five. But anyway, uh, I'm just gonna say I was telling Paula this last <laughs> night or earlier today, or last night. I'm not too sure. It was last night. It was last night. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know what, Ghostface is really my horror movie serial killer bias. bias. I'm so glad he's back. And, you know, I'm always, I'm just really, I mean, if you're a fan of the movies, or if you're a fan of movies in general and scary movies, because the meta angle of Scream, ever since the first movie, is really like, do you like scary movies? And all the callbacks to different uh, tropes, everything, everything. And now, it's the newest generation of Scream. Um, Neve Campbell looks amazing still for some reason. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she has she's one of those gifted actresses who have 
<laughs> she's one of those gifted actresses who got the eternal youth look and not the white um white jean <laughs> not the white aging jean uh, i guess um but i'm just really excited for this um i mean i don't know how they're complete uh, at least based on this first trailer hindi pa evident how they're gonna switch it up or modernize it in the most modern way but the fact that um i think they allowed this to happen even after west craven's passing um they got the blessing for this um latest version of scream i guess it means it's um there's something innovative that's about to be revealed in the movie and not to say that i didn't like scream 4 because i feel like that's one of the strongest um entries also in the franchise. I really loved um Emma Roberts on that one. And you know that 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 felt very modern not in 2011 eh, na parang oh it's a new generation 25 years after the original something something like that. Uh yeah, so parang that's my thoughts on Scream. I just you know, I was saying oh I was also telling Paula na it must be fun to be like <laughs> chased down after Ghostface and survive it, but very traumatic too. <laughs> I feel like fun is the wrong word. There, there must be another Very word. Thrilling. Yeah, thrilling. I think thrilling. would be better. But it, with my stamina, I feel like I won't be able to under, outrun Ghostface, and probably you know, <laughs> I don't let's, know. Let's let's train on cardio just so we can have enough. I know. <laughs> yeah, so I can <laughs> to like, run from a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you guys. What are you? What are your thoughts on Scream Five so far? Well, I watched the trailer because because you told me to. <laughs> in the light of day because I could not watch it in the middle of the night when you first sent it to me. And to be fair, even if I knew because the trailer starts um and it's similar to the beginning of the first Scream um film, right? Um and even if I knew what was going to happen, I I still did get the chills. I did I did get scared like the jump scare was when when Ghostface um first appears. So kudos I think like if you can get me to jump like that in the trailer palang then what more when with the actual film. So exciting. Yeah, Benny. Yeah, I mean uh I haven't seen the trailer but I have seen like details about the film. Uh, my the two things that I want to point out is just one Melissa Barrera is is in it, and I love Melissa Barrera, so that's like that's gonna get me to the cinema alone. But also, the ones that the directors for this one have me pretty excited because they were the ones who did Ready or Not. And right. Ready or oh, Not, okay, I'm watching. No, I'm okay, watching. that bodes well. <laughs> yeah, the what Ready or Not is one of the sort of most fun slashers <laughs> of the past few years, and like it's one of those movies where if it's on, like. I don't care. I will sit down and I will probably end up watching most of it. It's great. Uh, it's just really fun. So I'm hope and because I think that's the spirit of Scream, like uh-huh. very much the spirit of Ready or Not of simultaneously being like scared and trying to survive, but also like laughing, being acutely aware of how ridiculous <laughs> exactly. the situation is, and like is this really happening to me? So it's fun. I'm very excited. I think. I think that combination bodes well. I think that's the tone this franchise needs to hit. So exciting! Sana, sana talaga. Um, and props to Sydney for surviving four <laughs> faces and still being alive. I mean, <laughs> good for her. Uh, yeah. For I mean, her. see, uh, 
Lori Strode had to have a reboot to like have a better story after her sequels. <laughs> so I guess Sydney is like one of the supreme final girls or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just to ano lang. I just I just wanna really like push Scream for because I feel like it it's not it didn't get as much love as it should have. And the fact that the ghost face revealed there was pretty different from the last, from the first three. Yun lang. Uh, I just love... You can make it happen. Yeah, I just love... That both. was pre-Twitter. Like, we saved Jennifer's body, we can save Scream 4. <gasps> oh, yeah. Body. Yes. Oh, no. yes. Jennifer's body is on Criterion Channel now. We straight up saved wow. Jennifer. Love Jennifer's body. So, yeah. I mean, that is Scream 5. Anything else, Burns? Oh no, I have nothing. But now that I know it's the director of Ready or Not, I will. He's watching it. Watch it. I am watching it now. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of Scream Five, well, Happy Spooktober, pala sa lahat. And oh yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a fun month to watch all the spooky things. Um, and I mean, regardless of what time of the year it is, you can watch spooky things. I watch spooky things whenever, but you know, some people just save it for uh, Halloween month. Uh, and you know, spooky things are happening every day outside our doors. <laughs> anyway, and speaking of comebacks after the comeback of Ghostface, one of the biggest comebacks of the year, which just came out of nowhere, but people were kind of expecting it already at some in some capacity, is the comeback, the return of the comeback of Miss Adele Adkins. She is back ah, yes. with the album 30 which was all over the globe. Um, they had projections and billboards in, I think, the Eiffel Tower, the Coliseum. We, o- we also had one here uh, in Guadalupe Bridge. I'm not sure if every- anyone caught that. But that was kind of the pre-announcement that Adele is coming and people were super excited. And that came the confirmation that Adele is coming with her first single, which is Easy On Me, coming out tomorrow. Uh, October 15th if you're watching or listening to this live um, UK time midnight um, and that's the first single which she already actually um, had a preview of on her Instagram live so you can also go check that out but breaking news literally as we were about to record she just also announced that the full release date of the full album 30 which is coming out on November 19, 2021. So that's a whole thing to watch out for uh, after being broken by Red <laughs> Taylor's version oh. on November 14. Oh, wow. oh my gosh, oh, oh November 13. Yata. Oh, goodness. So that's going to be a depressed girl fall for all of us. Um, uh, or depressed girl autumn. I'm not too sure what the correct term is, but something... Uh, something, something like depressing, girl. Yeah, something depressing and autumn or fall. Um, but anyway, she also had the first ever double cover on the cover of Vogue America and British oh, yeah. Vogue. Uh, first time ever yata na sabay yung cover na isang artist dang and she looks absolutely fantastic. Amazing. And uh, I mean, not to say that she didn't already before, but she always looks amazing. Uh, exactly. Parang it's just like wow, the comeback of Adele is really upon us and it's just super exciting and I just can't wait uh, kayo guys. 
honestly I have no words because I'm just very very excited to have her back it's been it's been too long I think since her her last album and we need um, to be broken again <laughs> in the way that only Adele um, can do for us for us yeah she always looks great her fashion continues to uh, she continues to be brave in her fashion choices and I'm, I'm so excited for this new side of her to come out and see what else she can do not just musically but like artistically as well so yes and her watch her instagram live like regardless <laughs> if you want to hear the preview or not because she's so she's so naturally if funny you adele. know about adele's thoughts on collaborating with peppa pig yeah. go and watch that watch it yeah <laughs> she's amazing <laughs> i just love her yeah and um uh, go Danny. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty excited. I think it's interesting to it'll be interesting in a year or so to look at all the all the big artists that came out with 2021 releases and like how they all sort of weave into that like depressed girl autumn is a crude way of putting it, but it's accurate. It's like they're it's all kind of coping. It it they're like albums, maybe I don't know, I haven't heard read Taylor's version or 30 but it'll be interesting to look back and see like what this point in time sounded like in terms of our biggest pop stars because I was also thinking of like Solar Power which is very much a coping with it album Mm -hmm. as well as the new Casey Musgrave which is also very much a coping with it album Mm -hmm. so I feel like I have a gut feel the upcoming two albums will be in that same vein or maybe I'm just or maybe we can like look at it through that vein and then just see that Yes, indeed, we were all going through it in 2021. Yeah, we're all just depressed girls, whether it's autumn or summer. Autumn, depressed summer. Girl 2021. <laughs> That's it. That's the tweet. <laughs> Pero I, I, have a, I, I just have a theory that Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift read, read Taylor's version was originally really supposed yeah, to be yeah. November 19. So yeah. now that they have this information out, are they like, I mean, I think... It, if they're not friends, they're like kind of good professional like people, uh, parang acquaintances. But I think they are friends in some on some level. And Taylor Swift is in the UK every so often. And there were a lot of rumors of uh, Taylor and Adele collab somewhere down the road. So that might be on 30. We do not know. Um, but uh, that might be a signal of something Taylor knows. We do not know either. Uh, but Taylor knows everything and we do not. Um, Magpapapuzzle yan soon. Sorry. Magpapapuzzle yan soon. Lalabas may collab pa si Taylor with Adele on the 30 album and that will break more, I don't know, records or smash. This is what will get me to listen to her, <laughs> to Taylor. <laughs> I mean, we it. did. We did have folklore last year, which was kind of sort of depressing in some sense also, uh, at least for me personally. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Denny's right. Uh, we will get a glimpse of how that will feel in just over a month from now. Okay. So really exciting. But uh, Burns, any comments on Adele? Well, I just really think that Adele is spe- like her music is special. Like, mm-hmm. like we com- we do compare her na the- her albums will be like you know depressing of depressing kind of year, but this is Adele. This is like five years worth of music, na she's ex- of her experience. So after a sharing- divorce, 
she's gonna be sharing so much in this album. Like she's gone through a divorce. She has uh, her journey, her self discovery. Like, and technically, she's well. She's uh like new experiences. Is kind of different than other artists. Uh-huh. So like this, her the yung mga yung madadamdam natin from this album will be somewhat different and how how she expresses it. So like wow, I can't. Uh, my gosh, I have to be sad for one whole week. <laughs> I'm pretty. Maybe more. <laughs> and maybe more. Uh, more. And like she, fallout. She she describes it as the album is her way of explaining the divorce to her son. So if that. Uh-huh. You know, sentence in itself was like any indication of what this album is going to be. It really will be um, depressed girl autumn, fall, November. And yeah, uh, to Great. add to that, uh, she Just did the whole it. album of so big, so small. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 a uh, no. It's healing the world from Dear Evan Hansen the movie. Oh, <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, I mean, she did say also in that British Vogue interview that um, it's also her realizing how different her writing has been, um, saying that the last three albums were about, oh, it's always the other person's fault. But this time around, parang it's a bit more introspective now. Oh, what if there's a problem on my end as well? So that's something pretty... Uh, exciting also to see how she'll turn that, I mean, in her words, turning the tables um, and seeing uh, how she'll approach that as well. Uh, I guess that's, I'm not too sure, but from the clip of Easy On Me, I guess she's asking us to go easy on her and what she's done in the last five years. But really exciting. Um, The cover, she looks fantastic also. Uh, I think... It's the first ever na full color talaga na bright yung color din ng album niya. From the first three na medyo brown, browns and like sepia. And, uh, and monochrome. Yeah, black. So uh, that might be an indication also of what music will be here. But we Nobody really knows anything at this point until we get to November 19. So uh, any last words on Adele? We just love her and yeah. we're excited Stan for Adele. it. Adele. May it go easy on us, the music. <laughs> I'm sure it won't. <laughs> it won't. I'm 100% sure. <laughs> Ready to break our hearts. And uh, I guess the final um, final topic we have for the day, uh, heading back to movies and Marvel, as we always do. Well, What If just ended uh, a week ago. And that was amazing. Um, there were a few episodes. Sure. I would say that there were a few episodes that weren't really like as amazing as the rest but generally overall especially leading up to the last two episodes were really just so fun and hopefully we'll be able to talk about it more in detail in the next episode as well um yeah um anything else on what if seguro like short ano lang I feel like if we start on what if it's just going to derail this whole conversation (laughs) speaking of Marvel (laughs) Um, just an announcement made. An announcement made also recently was that Will Poulter is officially Adam Warlock in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he will be introduced in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which is coming out, uh, I think, in 2023. Pa. Yeah. So 
pretty long way to go for GOTG Volume 3. I'm not too sure if he'll make an appearance on the Christmas special at the end of 2022. Um, but that's pretty exciting news. I mean, Adam Warlock's been teased in the first two movies na yata, or at least in the f- some of the movies. The second if- one, yeah. Definitely the second one. Definitely the second yeah. one. I think it, he was in uh, one of those... I think he was in one of the five or several end credits. End credits scenes, yeah. Um, and definitely Adam Warlock is like one of the most important like galactic or cosmic characters in the Marvel uh, comics. And mm-hmm. you know, it was I guess I guess it's just about time that Will Poulter has to en- uh, has entered the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> like you know, at one of these days, talaga. Pretty much all actors would have entered the MCU at one point in their career, right? At least the A-listers or the highly regarded ones. Um, yeah, Paula, thoughts? I mean, it was a, I wouldn't want to say a surprising choice, but I think everybody everybody was genuinely like shocked that it it was confirmed or that it was announced. Um, because from my like immediate recollection of Will Poulter's um, um, filmography, the first thing that comes to mind is, is him as the annoying kid from the third Narnia movie. <laughs> right? It's not and the then, weird the Miller's meme. Exactly. And that too, I also, I, I unashamedly love Where uh, the Miller. So it, it's very strange that these two characters that immediately come to mind when I think of Will Poulter, that and... Um, the fact that he looks like Sid from Toy Story. Um, and this dude becomes, is going to be Adam Warlock, who is described in the comics as one of literally the most perfect being in the uh-huh. entire universe. And that's, that's strange. Thinking of Sid from Toy Story as the perfect... <laughs> it, it's a very strange thought. But I've always um, thought that Will Poulter is a very good actor. And I'm just excited that he has more opportunities to show the type of actor that he really is, like where the Millers type of acting aside. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for him. Parang getting out of that mold that we very well know him from. Like to be fair, you're right. Na, na parang yeah. I I wouldn't really put him on the top of my list as Adam Warlock. I'd put like people who would look like. Chris Hemsworth or something in that role. Yeah, like more um, typically attractive, funky, conventionally attractive uh-oh, type of men. Funky, yeah, men. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Marvel has really done a lot of bad choices in terms of casting mm-hmm. so far. And that's like a really good track record um, in 24, 25 movies. And so like... Many. Um, three series so far, four series uh, and counting. So that's pretty, I, I, I feel like they wouldn't make that choice if they didn't know he was right for the role. Yep. Uh, and like the Guardians movies have a great track record of casting people, casting like, uh, making unexpected casting choices and having it work out. Like, I mean... Chris, like back in Chris 2014, Pratt. no one expected Chris Pratt to work out. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like Dave Bautista's career was in like <laughs> he has said that Guardians kind of saved his career. Uh, Bradley Cooper as a talking raccoon. I mean, that's yeah. just great casting. That's just like uh, I have many feelings about the Marvel movies, as all of you know, I'm <laughs> sure. But 
the Guardians movies are like unabashedly the like my they're the best of the Marvel movies. Just even the second just, one. I love the second one. I love the second one. Oh my one. god, Danny, we need to discuss. I need to know why. <laughs> yeah, it, it might I'm be with, top three for me, Guardians. I'm with Paula oh? on this. <laughs> <laughs> we need to discuss after. <laughs> I'm confused. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, I'm just I'm hyped for new Guardians. I'm excited to see what Will Poulter does, and also this just means Elizabeth Debicki is coming back. So oh, yes. Like, yes. Ne- I'm never gonna say no to more Elizabeth Debicki. I am. Finally, returning to the crown because of Elizabeth Debicki. So, <laughs> like, I will watch Tenet eventually because of Elizabeth Debicki. So, I'm just like very hyped. Big Debicki fan. <laughs> yeah, Burns. Uh, I'm I'm excited. I think it's an interesting choice to get Will Poulter. Like, like in uh, the casting. The I mean, Sarah Hilifin, the casting director of Marvel films. She does not. She does not do wrong. Talaga and. I'm pretty sure James Gunn had an uh, influence in getting the cast. So I'm pretty see something in Will Poulter. I mean, this guy has I am he's pretty young, pa, but he has range. I mean, he was in The Revenant, he was in We're the Millers. He he was in He was in The Revenant? Yes, he was yeah. in The Revenant. He was in Kasamani Tom Hardy. And Bandersnatch, right? He was also Yeah, he was in Bandersnatch. He was in uh, Midsommar. Yes. He was, yeah, you know, yeah. he was He was in Voyage of the Dawn Treader. So you know, he was, <laughs> the, and, was he, the, did, he, did he play the bear in the reference? He was. <laughs> was he in the Maze Runner? Yes, he was I in the Maze Runner. He was. He was. He was. So, he was. so he's been actually in a, quite a couple of movies now. So yeah. being in a Marvel movie might like even shoot shoot him even high, even higher. That's the hope. I love like him. That. So you know, I'm excited to see what they'll like. How will they turn him to uh, the perfect uh, guy from the comics? Uh, that's pretty, you know. Knowing James Gunn, he's gonna do something wild with Adam Warlock. So I can't wait to see that. And exciting to see what else James Gunn does after so after the Suicide Squad, because that really oh, showed yeah. us what he can do as like in terms of how insane he can get. So I'm just hyped in general. What what more would Marvel have allowed him after you know? Kicking him, kicking him out, and like, and then bringing him back. In. He's back. got, he's got leverage. He's got leverage. Exactly. So that's pretty exciting. I guess we'll see that first during the, I know, during the, what do you call this? During the Christmas special. But we will see Star Lord first in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder, I believe. Before, oh, really? Before yeah. Guardians. He will be there. Three. Oh. Yes. I mean, Thor is with the Guardians, so at the very least, there'll be some Guardians. So, uh, we're not gonna be, ano naman, we're not gonna be out of Guardians content, at least in the nearer future, before their own movie once again. And I guess that's becoming the beauty now of how people can really just cross over from show to show at this point, or movie to show, show to movie, whatever. Um, but yeah, um, what do you call this? Uh, also announced, there's a new announcement that was made uh, about an Agatha TV series Spin coming. Off, right? um, as she deserves, and as our spooktober, one of our spooktober queens, Miss um, Agatha Harkness is getting her own show. Uh, and that's pretty exciting. I- I'm not too sure how that's gonna work, but they made... They, they can make anything work at this point, at least on my perspective. And I will eat it up 
regardless as a <laughs> as a consumer of this content. Um, yeah. Yeah, and more Catherine Han is always great. Exactly. We, we need more Catherine Han. <laughs> I hope there's like a musical episode where she just sings all those like <laughs> Agatha all. They cannot not like milk that in some sense on the Agatha series. Yeah. Yeah. Marvel we, that it's most entertaining when you're casting good actors to do like grand stupid stuff. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like Tony Leung and Shang-Chi. The best. I mean, we wouldn't know. We haven't know any I'm just saying seen. though. Like in in a week, roll out for Shang-Chi just to I from Tony Liang. Anyway, yeah, I mean that's Marvel news. Um of course, we do have a lot of Marvel incoming. Um, they're starting to DC roll out. too. Uh huh. They're starting yeah. to roll out a lot of the marketing for Eternals now, and uh-huh. it's looking amazing. Uh, Chloe Zhao, wow. Um, and oh, nga pala, Speaking of Chloe Zhao and like meeting like uh, on the job people, uh, <laughs> and congrats to them. Congrats to oh uh, yes. Congrats Where to Matis Timia, kay John yes. Arcelia. John Arcelia for winning Best Actor. Go John Arcelia. And you know all the fanboys of Bong Joon Ho and like, <laughs> Dennis Trillo literally bringing his parasite book. He is amazing, Dennis Trillo. <laughs> like I, I've met him several times, and he's really just one of the most genuine people, the genuine celebs I've ever met. So happy for him to have had that limelight a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like it's really like a case of networks also na opportunities offered by GMA aren't necessarily as like groundbreaking or like uh, gonna sure. showcase their talent if they're not in films or shows like this. So I guess that's one of the reasons also. Yeah. Um, and Paula's right. Um, what do you call this? DC Fandom is coming back. Yeah. Um, we'll probably have a full episode on that. Along with Disney Plus Day, um, November twelfth, yeah. which will be the official streaming date of Shang Chi, and we'll finally get to see Shang Chi after. <laughs> oh. um, but you know, if theaters are opening, <laughs> I hate you, so <laughs> 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 At this point, I've kind of just like you know what. I've just accepted it. Yeah, yeah. I just accepted the fact and I'll wait till November 12th to see the movie. But, you know, if they are showing it in cinemas, I'll be there. (laughs) One way or another. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Probably, siguro, on an off hour para walang tao. Rather than... I'm gonna take a leap for that. Maybe. That is a good idea. You're right. Um, So, yeah. That's pretty much our show for this week. Any last... um, news tidbits that we want to talk about before we head to our last bit of the show. So I will say, wow, that's pretty important <laughs> to us. For the first time ever. Um, we can do brevity. Yeah, <laughs> apparently. Um, but yes, that leads us to our last bit of the show, which is our pop stop or our pop culture recommendations for this week, which will be very loaded, but we will try to like kind of like um, tone it down because there are co- upcoming episodes naman for the show once again we're happy to be back uh, so we'll probably not say everything that we want to recommend because 
eventually we will lose things to recommend so we must keep them at bay until the fr- further notice but anyway i think paula does want to start this <laughs> I have two things that I want to recommend. First, because it's the start of Spooktober, um, I genuinely want every single person on this planet to watch Midnight Mass. It is my favorite of all of Flanagan's works. And that, to me, says a lot as someone who is not a horror fan, but absolutely loved um, Haunting of Hill House. Um, but Midnight Mass just takes it up several notches. Um, the discussions on religion and how it affects particularly Catholics, as, as a, someone who was raised Catholic in a very Catholic country, it, a lot of the stuff in um, Midnight Mass really hits home and everybody should watch it. So there's that. And then coming into the second thing that I really, really want to talk about, and it's honestly, say, yes. honestly the only thing that's been occupying me these last few weeks. I haven't even said it yet. <laughs> I know. Um, so if you haven't watched it yet on Netflix, watch Drive to Survive. It's all about Formula One. I swear to God, like I, I am not a sports um, type of person. Like that, I watch uh, sports religiously. I may have had a basketball phase um, in college and high school, but nothing has compared to the level of obsession that F1 has had on my body. It is an amazing sport. That for a lot of people, you could probably get into it because hot drivers and there are a <laughs> lot of them. Um, if that's what gets you into it, that's great. But aside from that, the sport itself is exhilarating. The strategies so involved, it's great. And it's relatively easy to follow as well in terms of like, the because with basketball, there's too many games to catch up on, right? If you really want to get into the season. F1 has like a, a race every week or, or every other week. So it's very easy for you to, to watch and try to um, understand the sport. And yeah, uh, I, don't, I really don't know how more to sell um, Formula One. It, it's, it's fantastic. Just um, type Daniel Ricardo on... Or Carlos Sainz Jr. My goodness. These <laughs> two, you will find out. These what two Paula racers... Is. Or Charles Leclerc. I, oh my there's gosh, just so yes. many drivers, Charles guys. <laughs> there are 20 drivers to choose from. It's like having a K-pop bias. It's so hard. <laughs> there's so many boys, but all of them are great. Ayun. And then yeah. the head, the principal of Red Bull, um, her, her his wife rather is a no ginger spice. Um, so that that's that's fascinating. But for yes, F1, F1. For the Spice Girls fans. <laughs> the Spice Girls fans out there, but yeah. Just generally, F1, guys. Whether it's because of Drive to Survive or because you watch YouTube clips or TikTok videos of the drivers, it's it's amazing. There's a world of content after watching the Netflix series. Honestly, so. it's just really so good. I just must add to Paul. Um, as, a, as an influenced by Paula um, person, <laughs> he's like trying to convince me and, you know, I wore him down eventually. Yeah. And you know what? I gave in and I do not regret anything. And I'm now trying to convince so many people to just watch F1 Drive to Survive. Because, I mean, as on top of the uh, what Paula has already mentioned, the documentary series itself does... Parang ang ganda ng storytelling kasi talaga to get you hooked into the driver's the drama. lives, yeah. the dramas the actual getting into the races and what they do yeah. and to add to that as a as a fan of cars <laughs> the move the disney pixar movie 
it makes so much sense now. Na parang oh, oh this is what Lightning McQueen's life is. Dude, I watched Cars recently and I just realized that Michael Schumacher was there. Yes, like, he was. What the hell? <laughs> what? It's crazy. Of I had no idea. Yeah. So you know, like Guido and uh, parang same pit stop, and also being a fan of RuPaul's Drag Race, like, you actually see a real life drag race with a real life pit crew and a yeah. pit stop and everything so you know the range has been unlocked from yes. cars rupaul's drag race and now formula F1. one <laughs> no but yeah but also if you're a fan of like sports animes it's it's really interesting um the drive to survive series because it feels that way as well that you want to root for every single driver on the grid which doesn't normally happen for sports um yeah so Drive so, to Survive. Yes, mm-hmm. F1 Drive to Survive. And Daniel Ricardo, that's spelled R-I-C-C-I-A-R-D-O. <laughs> Daniel Ricciardo. Goodness. So, and Carlos but, Sainz Jr. <laughs> Charles Leclerc. <laughs> okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. And that's Paula's um, super fangirling, but I don't blame her, honestly. So good. And it's uh, super bite-sized episodes, 30 to 40 minutes. So, madali lang siyang panoorin talaga. So, that's our F1 boodle for the week. Um, and Denny can go next. Yes, Denny can go next because yeah. he has an interview or uh, a call after this. A thing, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, so, I'll limit it to things that are accessible now. But also watch Detain wherever and whenever you can. When, uh, if we can, even. wherever, whenever. <laughs> uh, but recommendations. I've been listening to a ton of Casey Musgraves' new album, Starcross. It is mm-hmm. uh, basically like a dark reprise of Golden Hour. She uses a lot of the same <laughs> themes and tools, and it's just it's just some real sad girl stuff, man. Uh-huh. Like that sad yeehaw emoji. Uh, <laughs> Just me sit, sitting and thinking about life as I listen to camera roll about 25 times on loop. It's, uh, it's one of the best albums of the year. Definitely don't miss it. Uh, I've also been listening to a lot of, even if she doesn't have an album this year, a lot of Phoebe Bridgers. Uh, <clears throat> the one-two of Silk Chiffon, which is like a perfect pop song. Silk Chiffon is, just the way it's constructed, her collab with Muna is just, Uh, a great pump-up song in the morning just to, just to drive away, just uh, I have to wake up in the morning. It's just like, it pumps you through work. And also maybe my, like, mo- it's gonna be my most listened song of the year when Spotify rolls it out. Her cover of That Funny, Fe- That Funny Feeling from Bo Burnham's Inside is on Spotify. Please stream it as many times as you want. It is I feel like the song of the year in terms of it captures what 2021 has felt like. And yeah, go Phoebe, great artist. And listen to the new Mitski if you can. Also, I'll, I, have, I don't watch it, but I'll be remiss to note for my many friends who are succession heads. Oh, the new yeah. succession season has started. Oh, yeah. So uh, get on that. If you're into that, I'll probably start it soon. But my succession friends will not forgive me if I don't mention it. <laughs> I'm good. And Prince? Uh, well, since the last time I've been trying, I'm now back in the pop culture groove. I'm so happy about it. But because of the lack of movies coming out, I just caught up with all the series that uh, I missed. 
So I'm caught up now with American Horror Story. I'm caught up with all the Arrowverse. I'm watching. Wow. I'm currently watching Supergirl right now because it's the last season. And tomorrow, the new seasons of Legends of Tomorrow and Batwoman are out. Oh my uh, goodness! Yeah, I am really. I'm deep in. Uh, I've given up on the Arrowverse. Yeah, I'm actually like good for you also for being able to keep at, up with that. Well, I'm a DC fan, uh, but at this point, they're just in like entertainment value, na lang. Yeah, I mean, but, I, f- I feel like because it started when we were, parang end of high school, yeah. beginning of college, so we were kind of in that phase, pana that was the type of media we would kind of consume. But since then, because it's kind of become really the golden age of TV or the renaissance of TV. Uh, yeah. So I feel like with the influx of new content and different mm-hmm. types of content, medyo nabaon lang yung Arrowverse. But I feel like yeah. if you get into that black hole, it's something that a lot of people just really enjoy. And I've been hearing really good things about Superman and Lois. Yeah, no. Um, I will get to that. I heard it's yeah. really great. But, you, you know, but what I will recommend is, I, but, uh, I'm in the middle of the latest season of American Crime Story, Impeachment. It's ah, about the school. Uh, yeah. Right. It nice. is, well, I still think the first one, the one about OJ, is the best because it's very well-structured courtroom drama. This w- new season is very more character-driven, actor-driven, much like the second one. Because here... Uh, Beanie Fel- Felsi is amazing. Like she's the one who makes each like the most like the, ju- the I just watched the latest episode a few hours ago. She's she ano talaga she she owns it because the entire episode takes place in a the a room. For people who know what hap- what happens during the impeachment, it happens in the room, and she's so vulnerable. She's you can see that she's scared, but she's also a strong woman who knows that. She's just try- doing what's right for her, but she's also at the same time confused. Ang galing, she's just so good. And this is coming from the same show that has Sarah Paulson in it, who is again unrecognizable, but still has every Ryan Murphy. You know, she's just gonna keep doing her best. So nga, I am. It's a slow. It's very slow. Uh, it really gets takes a while to get the drama going, but the it's the performances that make the ano talaga worth it. And my other recommendation is ongoing in 41st season on Survivor. And I'm so happy that I'm what I watched in my childhood and binge watched for five months. I am now on track again. And there's a Filipino. There's a Filipino competing. Oh. Yes. Uh. She's the fifth Filipino, uh, like Filipino heritage competitor. So far, her tribe is doing so well. So I hope I don't jinx it. But <laughs> she's not standing out yet. So maybe that will change. But yeah. It's a very it's a very different season. So if you guys are fans of Survivor, this is a very different. The whole, the game has completely changed because of the COVID pandemic. I'm guessing that why. But it's this season is showing that Survivor is changing with the times. Nah, the there's been a lot of growth in the past twenty years. Pero this season, it's it's changing. Like it's adapting to what an audience may or may not want. It's including nah, their viewers in the. In the they acknowledge their presence and you know th- this season is more personal like the contestants are mas intimate yung interviews nila when they're talking to the camera and you know, the uh, the social politics of it never gets old so, you know. 
you know, I have really yet to watch a full season of Survivor, so maybe I should one of these days. But that's what I say about everything on my never-ending list yeah. of things. So I don't know, like, you know, sa mga nakikinig lagi at nanonood lagi dito na parang, wow, how do you even keep up with all our recommendations? We have, like, a ton of recommendations every week. You just really have to pick your popcorn bias and choose what the recommendations are for the week or something like that. <laughs> anyway. Wait, guys. I have an update. William Shatner just went into space. Like, right now. For real? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. The Trekkies are gonna go wild. At 90 years old, he's the oldest person to leave the globe. Wow. Wow. I mean, rightfully oh, so. It it's, it's Kirk. <laughs> That's wow. very interesting. Nice. Nice nice little nice little pahabol. Pahabol update. Solid. He made it. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. Good for him. The final voyage nga naman talaga. I mean, who wouldn't want to go to space when Earth is like this, right? I mean, you have to come back to Earth in like 90 seconds. So. <laughs> that is true. But at least experience that in one in your life or something like that. Also, it's Shatner. I feel like it's just appropriate that he gets uh, yeah. to go to space, yeah. All right. And uh, for my recommendations for the week, um, I want to say Free Guy. It's a really... <gasps> yes! That was <laughs> yeah, so free guy. fun! Oh my gosh. Like, you know what? Some movies are just like, wala namang... Uh, there's social commentary, but not really like super deep super super deep stuff and that's sometimes just what we need in this time just really like fun dumb stuff and this is fun dumb stuff and there's just like one part where it's like completely geeked out and died and I literally screamed even though I knew what was kind of gonna happen um, I still like wow but uh, I feel like Ryan Reynolds because really also knows his ano talaga, what he does best, and he really makes use of that skill set of just being the funny white guy or something like that, uh, meta humor, something something, um, and he uses that to his benefit in this movie, and even with some commentary about being a white NPC in <laughs> free world, a uh, free guy world. Um, so yeah, pretty fun and. Uh, you know, all the actors on this as well. Of course, Taika yeah. is on here. Um, see, Jodie Comer is on here as well. Um, we must shout out, uh, give a shout out to her. And it's just really, like, really good fun if you're into video games. I'm not, like, super deep into video games, Saman, but just, like, a Ready Player One. I feel like it's Ready Player One meets For video Ralph. For gamers, yeah. In some sense, with Ryan Reynolds in it, uh, that's how you can kind of describe it. Um, and it's just really, masaya lang siya panoorin and nakagaan lang ng loob. And it's actually pretty funny. So that's one, Free Guy. Second is a show called Only Murders in the Building. <gasps> uh, it's a Hulu yes. show starring uh, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short. And Martin Gomez. I mean, Selena Gomez. <laughs> Joke lang. Um, Selena Gomez is the third one. She's not a Martin. Uh, <laughs> uh, she doesn't have Martin in her name. But it's really fun. If you are if you were a fan of the... Murder Mysteries. Podcast serial. Um, 
it's kind of a pl- kind of a para- place on the parang whole parang it's kind of like a parody of some sense of the super popular podcast serial and if you haven't heard serial yet you should it's i think the podcast that opened up my world into podcasts to begin with um really really fun stuff murder mystery stuff we're into that but played really well and you know perfect casting of the three leads who are also uh generally producers of the show as well but uh really just really fun stuff uh about you know being making fun of podcasts even and you know it's just the world we live in and uh it's just really fun to have these murder mystery shows done really well and uh Good nod also to Serial. So, uh, Paula, you have anything to say about Only Murders? I mean, it's a surprisingly good chemistry between three, well, mostly just Selena Gomez interacting well with these two um, actors who we know have a good chemistry to begin with. But yeah, surprising casting all around. All of the characters that you'll meet throughout the series are, are very interesting and very well written, I'd like to say so. Um, and if any episode would be worthy of any nomination. I would say episode eight so far has probably been the best one um, in the series. And it was nice to see um, that kind of representation done well um, on, on a show. Yeah. Galing. So, the way yeah, really good show. Yeah. Um, very conceptual, but it's still very bagay with the show. I miss community and how they did sort of these um seasons one to three yes yeah um yeah um and finally on the music aspect um i have a new song called zesto it's not my song but i have (laughs) there's there's a new song called zesto which is out now it's by this guy called young coco um uh his he's kind of known for his song called manila which was um parang recognized by a lot of a lot of K-pop stars, including RM apparently and Yeri of Red Velvet. Um, so you had me at RM. Uh huh. <laughs> so um, it's really, really uh, such a fun song, and the music video, uh, which you'll probably be able to watch once we're airing this and uh, you're watching this or listening to this, because um, uh, this is marketed to Southeast Asia. So um, his label, because it's Southeast Asian, is called Off Mute. Um, and uh, it's really like a fun nod to Southeast Asian culture in a sense. Uh, a lot of fun Easter eggs to watch out for. So uh, someone new to watch out for in the music scene is Young Coco. Stream Manila and Zesto from him are really, really good stuff. And I'm sure it's like so- some of the songs that you just can't get out of your head. And uh, I hope everyone feels the same way about it. So I have one last, but I will say it in the next episode because, you know, there's just too much and uh, uh, we have to give way for people to consume these things. Um, yeah. But that's pretty much it for this week's episode of Popcorn. Um, that's a lot. And uh, we, we're we happy to be back, of course. Um, coming this month, definitely a Halloween episode. Uh, we're still going <laughs> to figure out how we're going to do that Halloween episode this year. Um, but thanks guys for being here today and, uh, being back here on Popcorn feels great as always. Um, one last thing to promote pala as part of Popcorn, uh, Pop Stop as well. Uh, Radio Katipunan is actually holding a concert 
called the uh, Ave Maria, a choral festival for Our Lady. And uh, since it's the month of the Holy Rosary, um, join the Jesuit Music Ministry or JMM in honoring Mother Mary through this concert, which will be live streamed here on Radio Katipunan on October 30, Saturday at 8 p.m. So it will feature your favorite Jesuit music ministry choirs and guest friends from the choral scene. So um, this actually uh, serves as a fundraiser of Jescom and Radio Katipunan for Pamaskong Handog Outreach Program to give away Christmas packages for various communities and recipients. So for more details on this concert, uh, please visit jescom.ph or the Facebook page of Jescom and Jesuit Music Ministry. And of course, uh, here on Radio Katipunan, um, again, that is Ave Maria, a choral festival for Our Lady on October 30th, Saturday at 8 p.m. So go check that out. And with that, that is the end of our popcorn for the week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, of course, uh, we are here live on Radio Katipunan every Thursday at uh, here. Uh, and thank you to the Radio Katipunan fam for all the support all the time. And of course, go stream your favorite uh, popcorn episodes and episodes that you may have missed on our podcast that's here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And we will see you all next time. Bye! Bye.